Hello and welcome to the first ever Slap Top Podcast. I am your favorite host, Amanda, and for the first episode today, we are having a cool death cafe. I met up with a friend of mine here on campus, and we had a very open, honest, and direct conversation about death and religion. She is Catholic, was raised Catholic, Um, I was raised Christian, but I'm currently agnostic, and we just decided to have a very natural conversation in a cafe on campus and just let it go where it went. I hope you enjoy. So, with regards to dying, how do you feel about, like, your own death? So, having thought a lot about it, just in terms of my own background with nursing homes and hospice, I'm not too concerned about what happens after. I'm more concerned about what the lead-up. Okay. How it happens. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I don't want a long, painful illness. I don't want anything... I just don't want to suffer. Yeah. Um, I'm not very concerned about the idea of just like not waking up. Yeah. Because I. That sounds pretty nice. <laughs> no, I'm not too concerned about kind of easy thinking about religion yeah. makes me feel better. Yeah. Um, so when I was doing my research, because um, I had to write a paper on this back in March, um, it was moving into the idea that within Catholicism, the idea of a good death is to die with gratefulness and to die, um, well, mainly because, you know, within Catholicism, of course, as you know, um, everything in life and life included is all considered to be a gift from God um, and that they should expect nothing and just to do that, you know, like whatever life was given to them, like they shouldn't expect that. It's not like they were owed that. Um, so they should always be ready to let go of it. Um, because of that idea that it's not their own and that they're just living through um, the plans of a greater being. But I did have a question, actually. How do you feel about Lent? What do you think Lent means, to you at least? Or So for me personally, Lent is a, pr- a very big deal in mm-hmm. my extended family. My aunt's a nun. Like, we're all... It's very much give up some... Uh, and of course, it can't mirror the ultimate sacrifice, yeah. but it's like, oh, I can't go on TikTok. I can't do yeah. this because it's Lent. Um, and personally, the big lead up, the Chorum, so that's Holy Thursday, mm-hmm. um, Good Friday, and Holy Saturday. So on Holy Saturday, on Good Friday, my whole family does the Stations of the Cross. And ever since I was little, I've been surrounded by people who cry at the death and then are crying in joy on Sunday with the resurrection. Um, Holy Saturday, it's not really thought of yeah. where, what's happening, which I, I think there should be more of. I always think of like, well, there is the idea that Jesus might have been with, in purgatory mm-hmm. with um, people and just like, I think that needs to be better explored. Yeah. Um, because obviously he wasn't in heaven yet. Some people think he went to hell and freed mm-hmm. people. It's just, I think that's very much up for debate. But I was surrounded by a lot of people who, Good Friday, we cry. So you guys would walk through, like, would you have, like, reenactments of that? That's so funny. Wait, where are you from here in the States? So I'm from Providence, Rhode Island. So okay. It wouldn't be a walkthrough. It'd be, my sister actually ran this. Yeah. We do the Stations of the Cross from the okay. perspective of the tree. 
So the tree is cut down, the tree is stripped, the tree is made into the cross. The tree doesn't know what, it's just oh, like, why is this man? That is interesting, because in I know um, in Brazil at least, it is the biggest week mm-hmm. of the whole year. Um, and on Good Friday, we have literal like play reenactments with adults of how it happened. So people will walk all around through town and there will be a guy dressed as Jesus holding a cross and there will be a bunch of people crying. And then Saturday for us actually is called Hallelujah Saturday is a translation. And it's the day that we burn Judas. So everyone goes out to the streets and they have this huge like doll and they burn it like in a big bonfire and everyone cheers. So I just, I find it so funny because Brazil is one of the most Catholic countries in Mm -hmm. in the world. So I find it interesting because I don't really hear about people doing things like this on like Good Friday. Yeah, our Um, reenactment at my church was fifth graders. So we did not. So yes, so it wouldn't be explicit. One year my little brother was Jesus. Um, I was at one point a guard and at another point um, I was one of the weeping women. And you guys had parts for the weeping women. You couldn't just weep. You had to... Well, it was silent. So you got up there. Oh, boy. That's even worse. Well, a reader read everything. Oh, that's interesting. So it's like looking at, like, a live picture in a way. Yes. I like that. Um, So I was asking about Lent mainly because when I was researching, and I watched a lot of videos from Catholic priests, um, what a lot of them kept on repeating was that Lent is simply practice for death in the sense of that like you are stripped from everything except the belief you have so in a way like of course you get to choose what you're giving up for Lent but um, in a certain sense it's supposed to prepare you to remember that everything really everything in life other than your belief should be thought of as being like material or not necessary um, and I just found that like really really interesting because for a good majority of the like a good majority of the people i think that i at least see um practicing one they don't necessarily take it in that direction and they don't necessarily see that connection between it and they end up getting caught up in all of these like external unnecessary things in their life instead of um you know going in and you know kind of seeing that and you know reading the bible and really kind of understanding what it's supposed to mean i find it interesting just because in terms of myself like belief is important but Mm -hmm. i don't believe that catholics are the only ones that will die and go to heaven i think that this is like a very um, like do you see religions as like different like God might communicate with people in different ways and different religions are different forms of him communicating and you know because we're all different people yes I I think that different all religions are correct that are um, can I swear of course um, there's shitty theology yeah so those are ones that don't put people first but yeah. anything that is based on love and based on life after death because so many religions like see death Mm-hmm. and recognize it and recognize it as something that brings you to the next place yeah um, and I suppose for me a lot of what I need in terms of the comfort is there needs to be like there needs to be something after death in order for death yeah. to be worth it true so like 
I'm not scared of death when I am having a day when I'm really strong in my mm-hmm. voice. But other days I'm like, well, what the heck happens? Like, yeah. I remember I have cried. My sister said that she was, she didn't think that I'd ever see my grandmother again after my grandmother passed away. Um, and I was like, no, like the, the Bible says like, we will see our family mm-hmm. again, like it'll happen. Then like, why did she go through so much pain? Like, does it make sense? And my sister was like, mm, I think that it was just a nice story. And I like stopped because yeah. I rest on like, I'll see these people again and like, yeah. it'll be okay. Yeah. Um, that, that, if I didn't have that, I think my approach to death would be a lot worse. And I've seen a lot of death recently. Yeah. Tomorrow's going to be one year since my best friend's dad passed away suddenly. Well, he died in three months. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I will say, I don't find death to be having a reason. Yeah. I think death is just... A transitioning. Yeah. I don't think God plans out every single piece yeah. of everyone's life. Like, after that, I went... My first reaction was to run to the church and get mad. Mm-hmm. I got very mad. Yeah. I was like, this doesn't make sense. He's 62 years old. He has a family. He has a yeah. wife. He just built a house. There's no reason for him to have died. Um, so I do think that people who say everything happens for a reason, that's a shitty theology. Mm-hmm. God isn't instructing everything that's happening. God isn't choosing people to die. Yeah. But there is some, like, it's hard to think of comfort in terms of the church sometimes because of the way that the church will use someone's death as a launching point. For example, I had, my grandmother died. I was inconsolable. My aunt picked me up because my mom obviously couldn't do anything. Everyone was so upset, but Mm. it hit me the most hard. Which is what? Is it your dad's mom? My mom's mom. Okay. So my Gma, when she passed away, I was distraught, and my aunt brought me to church. Um, and I went to church, and I was, I felt so much comfort. We got communion, and then, well, before communion, I got. They had the homily, and the priest started off with a great parishioner passed away. Let's pray for her soul. And I was like, that's so nice that he like took the time yeah. to mention her. And then he went, and she would have liked us to remember about being pro-life in this election. <laughs> and I went, and I started. This is not the time. I started yeah. sobbing. My aunt, who's, she's a sister of the Sacred Heart, and she was like, yeah. she literally, after the mass, was like, that's inappropriate, that's incorrect, we don't use death as like, to be like, this is what she would have wanted. You didn't know her. Yeah, you, that... you said her funeral and we wrote the homily for you. Like, you can't. Th- God let. I don't believe that God allows things to happen. We all have free will. So, when terrible things happen, such as like school shootings or the Holocaust or stuff like that, like horrendous things that make people question God, I, I have to believe that like, God's comfort in them in heaven. Like, there's... Yeah. It's senseless. <laughs> it's senseless, but God didn't be like, hey, this is what's going to happen, and these yeah. are the people who are going to die. Um, and the church doesn't usually see that. If you... if Because, as you say, like, if you think that we have more free will than there is, like, determinism, you know, in, like, day-to-day life and in the things that happen... Um, do you think that that diminishes on any scale, like, the power 
that people attribute to God or the power that they might have. So I think that God could. Yeah. Um, if God wanted to, God could. I personally refer to God with different pronouns depending, which yeah. is why I'm just going with God. Um, some days I think she's a woman. Some yeah. days I think a man. Some days I think neither. Yeah. It's just my own spirituality. Being, yeah. So God in this gifted us free will, mm-hmm. which we saw in Genesis. So acts more as an observer. Yes. And, and then in a way decides or, you know. At the end. Decides. Yeah. It's like we're given a kind of instruction manual that's yeah. unfortunately interpreted in terrible ways. I, yeah, I was about to, to touch on the... It's the not, various translations that we have yeah. in the Bible and the, the plethora of interpretations we have and the applications that they use for it. Because there's people that will use the Bible to defend, like, homophobic things and, you know, the such. Well, my the go-to for people, a little fun fact about that, is, like, not laying in bed with a child with a man that's about a adult not laying in bed with a child so it's actually saying oh so that that would be great yeah i would love that (laughs) so it's actually no pedophilia it's not don't be gay yeah um and in fact in a lot of my classes we're like what if jesus was gay jesus had 12 men with him at all times bro what if jesus was gay jesus was human who who am i to be like yeah jesus was straight we don't know that yeah nobody cares i don't care like, Jesus, that's not important. Jesus thing, could have been yeah. getting with Mary Magdalene and all of the dis, um, apostles, and I would have just and it's just like live your life. Like yeah. it's not that's not central to the teaching. Um, so I do find that the church is wrong on a lot of yeah. things, and death is one of them. Just in terms of like we forget, we yeah. mention them quickly, or like and we pray for the soul of the bada bada bada. Yeah, but we don't. I personally think that funerals should be, everyone goes. Mm-hmm. I don't think it should just be people who know them. I think it should be people who oh. have interacted or have been part of the church. That's what happened for my grandma when she passed away. She was the oldest of her friends. So a couple of people from the nursing home came. But like, it's not a full church, obviously, because yeah. she's not a younger person. And that's just unfortunate the way it is. And I truly do think that parishioners should take it seriously and be like oh this older woman passed away why don't I just go I met um, a woman who finds that to be her kind of calling when I was on spring break immersion like a like a, a non-professional non-trained I guess like doula or do you think or does do you mean just like attending and helping and supporting so she uh, what's interesting about this woman she has down syndrome so she goes to these, she goes to funeral parlors, and she goes to funeral masses, and she sits there. And she goes up, and she's like, I'm so sorry for your loss. I'll pray for them. And just... Yeah. I would literally cry if that happened to me. Yeah, it's, it's like... Yeah. The idea of someone who doesn't know them recognizing loss. Yeah, and to care. And it's all based on love, which is what Christianity should be. Yeah. It's a universal love. And it's not what it is right now. Um... I truly do think that it can be fixed. I'm not sure if it's going to be another schism. I'm not sure what's going to happen, but I do think that there are good people who are trying to get things mm-hmm. to keep going. And I just, the church needs to be less judgmental in the way that people approach their deaths. Yeah. 
i.e. if they are extremely ill and choose physician-assisted suicide, if they ha commit suicide, that doesn't mean someone's Like, you don't have to help. regulate out every little decision. Like, yeah. that doesn't speak towards their character and the whole lifetime that they've spent following their religion. Or and even, I don't even think you should have to be Catholic to have a funeral in the Catholic Church. Yeah. I'm not completely sure on the rules about that, I'll be completely yeah. honest, but I don't think that you should have to be. I don't think you should have to be Catholic to I mean, like, enjoy it. I wouldn't want to be have a funeral at a Catholic church mm -hmm. personally. Um, mainly because I feel like it's just, I mean, like, for me at least, like, it's not my place. It's not, you know, right, that's not the community. Place? I've never had good experiences <laughs> with the Catholic church. And I feel like, and part of what you're saying, like, I feel like a lot of the faults of it aren't necessarily due to the religion. Yeah. It's mainly due to those interpretations and the connotations underneath because you know from I mean not necessarily from the beginning of time but for the longest time I'd say like more often than not religion has been used um, to govern it's been used as a government it's been used as um, you know dictating what one should do what one shouldn't because I you know back you know way way long ago like that, that is how it was, like the church was the government and they did decide what was legal, like what was lawful and what wasn't and a lot of that was based on the Bible so I think that taking those literal words and not, you know, seeing them for what they truly are and just kind of adding on like, well what do we want it to say? Well what do we want to control? Like what do we want to do? I feel like that has permeated it a lot and not to say that that doesn't mean that there aren't people with like pure intent in the church because I think there definitely is but unfortunately the others hold them back and they hold the religion back from being what it should be and like you know getting to where I think it wants to get because I think it's really beautiful like if I could choose mm -hmm. I would love to be Christian <laughs> like um, so much so that I was but because of all of those things and um, all of the misinterpretations, I think that that really steered me away from it. And um, like, no matter how hard like I were to like try to believe, like I, at the end of the day, I don't know. And I think that it would be wrong of me to say that I am X, Y, or Z if I don't fully believe in it. Um, and in the sense of death and dying, what do you think about? Um, because I don't know if there's other religions that don't have a, you know, afterlife, but what do you think about the idea of people that believe that this is it and that once you die, that's it, and that there is no other thing? Hmm. That's a good question. I, I am friends with atheists. Mm -hmm. I, like any, I believe, real Catholic having conversations with atheists or agnostics and acknowledging mm -hmm. different points of views and finding the faults in Catholicism mm -hmm. is so important as long as people aren't attacking yeah. and being like, you're dumb for believing <laughs> this, which has happened before. Um, but I think if this is it, then I think that's a bigger reason for people to act with love and grace. Yeah, that's... Um, if people are using it as an excuse to be like, well, guess I'm just going to do whatever the heck I want. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I think that's sad, yeah. to be completely honest. Like, if you don't believe in an afterlife or a final judgment, for example, I don't think people should be doing things because 
they want the final judgment to be good. I think they should be doing good things because it makes yeah. them feel good. It makes other people feel good. Um, so if I don't, honestly, I don't care what anybody else believes as long as they're a nice person. Yeah. Um, I believe everybody should go to heaven who's a nice person, even if they're not a fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even if they're not like a big Jesus guy. Yeah. And like, I do think that there is misconceptions about it perpetuated by the own by the church that like death is you're gonna end up in purgatory which is in between heaven and hell and you have to like wait out all your sins but I don't believe that happens mm. I truly believe that almost everybody goes to heaven yeah um, very few of you are bad enough <laughs> very few I mean <laughs> that could be a quiz are you bad enough like <laughs> Well, as my English professor said in high school, if I see Hitler riding around on a tricycle, I'm going to be pretty pissed off in heaven. And I was like, you know, fair. I mean, as you should be. I try not to I'd judge. I'd have been like, something's very yeah. wrong here. I, I try not to judge people in that way, but I'm pretty comfortable in that judgment. Mm. Dictators. Um, I do think that not all murderers go to hell. Mm-hmm. Um, there are justified murders. Well, not even that. There's also just when people grow up in environments that aren't conducive to yeah their men- that don't help their mental health. The church doesn't help that. They're they can no. they're like oh you killed someone. Mm-mm. It's like well we also there's no like wiggle room or leeway or understanding. I think it's just seeing the the act or the fact yeah. and not really seeing like well why. <laughs> Well, the entire religion is based on, like, an act not meaning the end. Yeah. So why would we condone, condemn people? And make that their end. Yeah. Yeah. Even with, like, anyone who's, um, the church, in terms of being, like, pro-life, mm-hmm. is hypocritical. And... Yeah. Because they're pro-birth. They're not pro-life, they're pro-birth. And the second we shift to being pro-life as a church... I mean, my personal beliefs, I vote pro-choice. Um, I struggle with what my personal thing yeah. is, but I always think that... I, as, as do I. Yeah, I always <laughs> yeah. think, like, it's not my choice for you yeah. guys, but, like, for me, I have no idea what would happen. Yeah. But... It's a hard decision. Yeah. It's a really hard decision, yeah. And just in terms of, like, I guess the sacred life, there are things that I do find to be, like, sacred. Mm-hmm. Um but I can't judge anyone for an abortion, yeah. which I think the church misses. They call it, they're like, we should have a funeral for this. It's like, no, we should have a reform and we should yeah. have something for the mother. Um, it's hard because there are so many aspects of death within Catholicism where the whole thing is there's a crucifix on the top yeah. in the front with Jesus dead on it. And we don't show that Jesus as a human was weak. Yeah. Was upset. There's always like Jesus with a six pack on the cross. <laughs> which just like isn't I really don't think Jesus had a six pack. Um it's gonna be the name of the episode now. <laughs> Jesus with the six pack. <laughs> I think that like we there's biblical Jesus and there's historical Jesus and there's the historical Jesus we wanna see. Yeah. But if we see Jesus as an immigrant middle class person who was essentially forced to leave. Yeah, yeah. You would have been deported. Yeah, you would have been deported. Like, all these different things, and we see 
that people celebrated his death. Yeah. There's no reason for us to ever celebrate someone else's death. I feel like the church can sometimes, especially when it comes to, like, I remember with, like, Osama bin Laden. Mm -hmm. There was, like, kind of, like, a weird, like, celebration of the death of him. Yeah. like... For me, it was more of a relief. Yes. I wouldn't necessarily be like, ah, you know? Yeah, it's, like, a different... And I stand by the idea that, like, if... Like, we shouldn't, if, we're, if they claim to be pro-life, they shouldn't be, like, condoning people killing. Yeah. It should be imprisonment or yeah. if he's so dangerous, like, that's valid. Yeah. But you need to, across the board, be like, oh, women in abusive relationships, if there's a death, don't deserve to go to hell. Yeah. What, so, kind of in terms of that, um, what do you think about... Like, in terms of that kind of a positioning, it's more of a judgment instead of a reformative, let's get you better, I want you, you know, like, I, like, like, why did this happen, I want to help you, like, more like, and not just inviting to the religion, but being more concerned about that reformative aspect and changing who they are so as that doesn't happen again and that it's almost, you know, not the same person, like, they wouldn't act like that again quote-unquote, um, rather than just condoning and putting them away or just deciding that instead of seeing it as a reformative thing that they could work on to change people. Well, we see... I I truly do think we watch the movie Prison Terminal where at the private Jack Hall, he was put in prison for the rest of his life for killing his son's drug dealer. Um, who and his son ended up committing suicide and just like terrible things happened and like nobody's gonna be like oh i i don't i don't get it it's like it's a pretty clear yeah, story it's to a get pretty, yeah like, you shouldn't have done it but like who am i to say that i i yeah i always i personally always go back to pope francis always said who am i judge <laughs> in terms of um gay yeah um lgbtq plus qia community i just use that for whatever because literally i have no basis to judge (laughs) like i can't judge anyone for you're like i've never murdered like i don't i wouldn't know (laughs) i don't know um i've never been in a situation where i haven't had access to mental health care Mm -hmm. um and just the church has a lot to work on, and I think that you can see the hope within. There are devout Catholics mm-hmm. who see death as it should be, as like a mourning period, as something that's senseless. You can't be, be like, oh, this is why it has happened. Yeah. Because so many painful things happen before death. Exactly. There's no like, oh, well. This is what was meant to happen. God planned it. It's like, no, nobody planned someone's death. Yeah. Um, I, it's hard to, bro- to, to, to kind of like talk about the topic of death within Catholicism because it's kind of like, oh, well, they're in heaven now. So yeah. let's just dismiss it. And if we talk more about death and make people more comfortable with it in their own, because we, we talk about Jesus dying on the cross every single time. Like we recite, um, yeah. we believe like that Jesus died in the cross on the cross and rose again three days later but we don't talk about like what it is to die 
Yeah. We talk about the pain once a year. We talk about the preparations and the funerals, but even then, they don't talk about the care. Yeah, they, like the, the individuality of it, what it's like from that standpoint, being in it, living through it, or watching it happen to someone that you love. Yeah, they talk about people crying, and they talk about Mary Magdalene going that I, like, I love Mary Magdalene, about going <laughs> with her oils to anoint him, and we don't talk about, like, the process, or we hear about the burial cloths, but we don't know, like, why they do it. Yeah. We don't, we stop at the tomb. We stop at, like, and they took him down with the cross and brought him to the tomb. We don't talk about the fact that, like, it was a dead body. It didn't smell great. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't particularly, like, rigor mortis happened. All these different things happened, and we have to kind of just accept Romanticize it, it and yes. make it cute for the story instead of talking about the realities of how it would play out. Exactly. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed our cool death cafe, and we'll see you for next time.